Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Welcome to Shot of History. Boys, if we want to win this war, you're going to need to jack off into this gum. <laughs> That's like my worst nightmare. It's like being in a room and there's just like a bunch of dicks flying around. Welcome back to Shot of History, where the history hits you hard and the drinks go down smooth. I'm your co-host, Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Duff. And they invited me back. It's Calvin again. <laughs> I am Hi, back. Guys. Hey, what's up? Thank you so much. They, they gave me business cards last time I came. My name is not on the business cards. I am not an official part of this podcast. I'm just a guest who really likes this show. He just keeps showing up when we I just keep showing now. up. Yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, you got free alcohol? Cool. Yeah, yeah come hang I'll out. Talk. I'll That's talk. how we lure people to come on our show. <laughs> hey, we got booze. But thanks for having me back, guys. It was great. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, it's it's good to have you for this, uh, yeah. what, third helping of uh, Historian Big Dev? I mean, it, depends on yes. how you, it depends on how you divide up your episodes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be six or seven yeah, <laughs> five-minute episodes. <laughs> Tune in. Will Calvin talk more about Detroit? Tune in next week for another five-minute shot of history. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so... Trico, after seeing that I went on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail tour, mm-hmm. uh, decided that we were going to do an episode about the history yeah. of bourbon. Well, here's how it went down. <laughs> you have some other show that shall <laughs> remain nameless that you you were talking about like the history of uh, bourbon on, and I'm like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Give it all the good stuff away for free. Yeah, I'm like if he's going to talk about history, it's going to be on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and and I, I called him. I'm like, so Dev, I uh, heard you're talking about history on another show. And he's like, uh, no, it's not what you think. No, I listen to it. It is what I think. <laughs> That's exactly Which what is you hilarious think. because he'll, yeah. he goes on other podcasts and talks about history. Oh, yeah, I'm a history So horror, he's but... allowed, but yeah. you're not. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't even want to talk history on this show. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm forced to. <laughs> uh, well, before we get into the... Uh, into the show, I think mm-hmm. we should do our, our shot oh, of yeah. uh, right. bullet rye whiskey. Yeah, because it's not a bourbon. This is it's the a uh, delicious rye, the Ugh. regular aged one, Ugh. right? There we go. Like it's not the. This, this is this is just a uh, five five to seven years aged, uh, mm-hmm. but it's greater than fifty one percent rye, which <laughs> that's makes not it, waiting for it. Yeah, that's why it's a rye whiskey as opposed to a bourbon, even though a bourbon company makes it. Ah. yes. I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself here. <laughs> Well, I got to explain why it's a rye whiskey instead of a bourbon. Yeah. So it's delicious. So a little a little bit of backstory on uh, bourbon. So mm-hmm. bourbon has some very strict rules to be actually called bourbon and be sold in the United States. So it has to be at least fifty one percent corn as your main grain. Um, a lot of places use closer to 70 to 80%, uh, but the, the bare minimum is 51% corn. So basically you could make this out of any food that we consume uh, in the United States at this point, because everything much. is corn. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> everything is corn in America pretty right much. now. Um, and then so, you know, after the 51% of corn, uh, then you have to add a couple of different uh, 
what do they call them? Cereal grains. So wheat, barley. Cheerios. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wheat and barley and uh, rye are your pretty much your, your main ones. Um, so uh, if you've ever had bullet, uh, bullet bourbon is a, is a rye bourbon. Uh, mm-hmm. So is wild turkey and a couple other places. Wild turkey by far is the worst. I was going to say wild. <laughs> I had wild turkey once and I will never drink it again. Yeah. That was foul stuff. Well, wild turkey my uses the, Your opinion's what we correct. found, <laughs> what we found on the tour, me and my buddy that went, uh, wild turkey uses the highest amount of rye in their, in their bourbon huh. because they like that bold flavor. And, and Ryan will really appreciate that because our tour guide was named Bubba and he was a ex Marine drill sergeant. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, so you, you a lot of places use rye. Uh, Maker's Mark is actually a weeded uh, bourbon. That's why it's sweeter. Uh, rye gives it kind of that. But that, it still uses corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at least 51% corn. Okay, right. And then uh, the next biggest constituent is either rye or wheat. Okay. Uh, Maker's uses wheat. It gives it a sweeter taste, Okay. Um, a little bit smoother. Um, I, I'm a fan of yeah. Mark. It's, um, that's some good stuff. So yeah, if you've had a if you've had a bourbon that's sweeter, a little bit smoother, doesn't burn on the way down, <laughs> it's more than likely a, a weeded bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they add a, a small amount of uh, bar uh, malted barley because that actually helps. There's an enzyme in the malted barley that actually helps convert all the starches over to sugar. And then uh, so. To actually make bourbon, you do the normal like fermentation process. You mash up and grain you know, all your grains. You put in a tank of boiling water, extract the starches, convert it to sugar, put in yeast, let it ferment for three to five days, and then you put it in a distillation column to pull off all the delicious spirits. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need the booze. Um, yeah, give yeah. us the booze. Yeah. So you know it goes from being a uh, a brewer's beer. Uh, you know, so one of the places are like, oh, you know, people from Michigan always like to remind us you can't make you can't make bourbon without making beer first. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Just give me the bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care how you make it. Give me yeah. the booze. Yeah, I can get beer where I came from. Just yeah. Just... Yeah. Uh, so uh, so then the next rule comes in when you get into the distillation column. Uh, it has to be uh, distilled less than 160 proof. Hmm. Um, and then it can't go into the barrel more than 125 proof. So, and the only way you can do that is you have to cut it with just water. You can't cut it with anything else because if you cut it with anything else, it won't be bourbon anymore. Okay, so here's a question. Yep. Here's a question. Um, did you research this or were you really paying attention on the tour? I was really paying attention. <laughs> Holy shit, that's some good <laughs> yeah. retention. Yeah. He was out some for how many days? Retention. Uh, what, we were there for seven days. Oh, you said he was out. I was like, yeah. how much bourbon did you drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like they but were on like... He woke we up were, three we weeks were later. For, yeah, <laughs> we were there for seven days. I woke up eight days after that. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, so it has to be 125 proof or less. It has to go into brand new charred oak barrels. Now, What if it's 126 proof? If it's 126 proof, you can't call it bourbon. What is it called then? It, it's like whiskey. super bourbon? It's, it's, it's whiskey. Yeah, at that point, it's, yeah it's, it's whiskey bourbon? at that point. It's, oh, it's whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, so then bourbon is one step below whiskey. I've well, never, I've never understood. I always thought that bourbon is, is whiskey. whiskey, right? Bourbon? bourbon, bourbon is a type of whiskey, but just it has, like scotches. Yeah, like now, but it's, but it's less. Well, okay, help me understand. Okay, yep. so let me ask the question real quick, so I understand. So anything beyond 125 proof is whiskey, 
right? If you put it in the barrel at 125 proof to age, you can't call it bourbon anymore. It would basically be a whiskey at be that point. Be a whiskey, okay. Yep. But still, bourbon is whiskey, right? Yes. Yeah. That's it's why a, if you but look at like a bottle, child version of whiskey. You see, I mean, okay, for, for lack of a better It's a whiskey that is at least 51% corn. It's okay. basically what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Other than you have these, these regulations of like... 160 proof coming off the still, 125 proof going into the barrel, and it has to be bottled at 80 proof or higher. So what would be what would be an example of okay, so 51% corn, fine, mm-hmm. cool, bourbon, and now it's 126%, so now it's got to be called whiskey. What would be a 51% corn whiskey? What would be a version? What what would be a brand that does make that? that? Uh, I they have to well, mean, because you said anything over 126, so it's a percentage, right? The alcohol percentage. It's it's the rules and regulations that the government set forward. Okay. It, it, now, actually, so it's not the whiskey Jack makers. Daniels, it's not like understood as our culture. This is the government right. says anything above this is now whiskey. Uh, kind yeah, of. It's not, it, you, can't you just call can't it call it a bourbon. bourbon anymore. So mm-hmm. okay. like, it's no longer that type. So of Jack whiskey. Daniels, okay, calls itself Tennessee whiskey. Mm-hmm. Technically, it meets all the requirements to be called a bourbon. Okay. But, but it can call itself anything it wants. It, yeah, it can call itself okay. whatever it wants. But yeah, yeah, they in Canada, they actually recognize Jack Daniels as bourbon whiskey. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why Tennessee... So confusing. Yeah, I don't make the rules. I just follow them yeah. and then I drink all the I feel bourbon. like I'm not yep. just confused in my mind. I'm confused in my heart about what I'm drinking. Because <laughs> I take my drinking quite seriously. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, am yeah. I cheating on whiskey? <laughs> You am I, ma- am no. I making more of my relationship with bourbon than it actually is? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, getting back to the barrels, they've got to be charred oak barrels. Now, depending on who you ask, most people will say they have to be white oak. You can actually use French Typical. white oak, <laughs> uh, which is actually what cognac's made in, is French white oak. But you can theoretically age bourbon in French white oak barrels. As long as it's the first time that barrel's been ever used and it's charred on the inside. Are um, you sure you're not a tour guide? For, I mean, like, I could, feel like I, you've I researched this. Like, you're just really good at jobs. this. I was looking for jobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe my job right now is do this for a living. <laughs> I'd kill somebody to work there. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after the bourbon comes out of the barrel like i said it has to be put in the bottle no less than 80 per, 80 proof for it to still be bourbon uh it has to be aged in a barrel for at least 2 years to be called straight kentucky bourbon whiskey uh and you can age bourbon for less than that you can age it for less than 2 years but then you have to put like a age disc- disclaimer on the bottle so do they open that that's what i've always wondered like how deep okay so here in michigan We've got uh, where we're recording right now. So I can go to like Two James Distillery mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. on Michigan Avenue in, in Corktown. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're relatively young. They've been yep. around for a few years, um, but they don't have anything as old as I would say, even at Bullet. Like a right. ten, you said they just opened a ten year. Like yeah, we had yeah. some a uh, uh, few weeks ago, we had that. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, few weeks. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't know how you do this. I don't. Know, I don't know what you let on to. So I just. We, I just do it the way you're right. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> It's all recorded the same day, Everybody right? Everybody knows the right. truth. Okay. So, a few weeks of time of listening, okay? So, yeah. Uh, so, I go to, like, two James, and I go, they are, they're not 10 years old, okay? Yeah. I guess they started brewing before they, well before they opened. 
Um, but well, they can contract someone to make their to boost. Make. Okay, so that's yeah. the thing. So like, when you go, where did you where did where did you go on this tour? <laughs> where didn't I go? Okay, okay. <laughs> so so name one brand that you went to on a tour. We went to uh, well, we went to Bullet. You went then to we Bullet. went to okay. Makers. So Bullet, then I'm thinking of a guy who makes up the mash, makes up yeah, everything, yeah. makes the bourbon. How long? How many barrels? How big their their storage facility yep. must be the rick houses yeah oh they're called rick houses yep. okay so we'll get to that i'm sure um <laughs> that they have one that they're opening they're opening a barrel today that yep. they put in like two years ago mm-hmm. um and then there are other ones that won't be open for another two years like yeah, is there like right. one that'll be open tomorrow is there one that they open every single day because it, they've been there for how big is this place that they put in a, a barrel a day is what i'm well, thinking that's okay, how my mind so thinks. to give you to give you some perspective on how much bourbon there really is aging in kentucky there the count that they gave us was 5.3 million barrels at any given time aging in kentucky there's more barrels of bourbon than people it, in yes. Kentucky. <laughs> yes there's a barrel for every person there's a barrel for yeah. every person there's got to be a lot of people in kentucky yeah, yeah. it's it's a a huge number of, of bourbon. So, um, where are they insane. stored? Are they stored in giant facilities? Are they stored underground? Or they're they... stored in. It depends on the company because, like, Woodford Reserve is one of the first places we went. They still use a uh, a brick, a, a, like a brick limestone building to actually age. It's a, I think it's three or four story rick house. Uh, they actually temperature control it. So they can get more aging cycles out of a barrel instead of like you go to uh, Maker's Mark and it's just a very large brown building, uh, seven stories tall, and they put the barrels in, you know, up at the top, you get your youngest bourbons because they age quicker. And then at the bottom, you get your oldest bourbons because they age the slowest. And that's kind of how they how they work it. Um, But... Yeah, they are huge facilities that they have to store way far apart because uh, back in, and I can't remember the year, but uh, Heaven Hill, who makes Evan Williams, and uh, they make a bunch of stuff, but they had a fire in one of their rickhouses that spread to all the other rickhouses because they were so close together. They lost like something like a... It was millions of dollars worth of product. Were there uh. grown-ass men weeping outside? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, fire was, the fire was so hot, they lost their, their actual uh, still house, and they couldn't determine what the start of the fire was because it, it destroyed all the evidence. I'm just, see, I'm just seeing like yeah. a History Channel like reenactment of this like John Johnson was unconsolable <laughs> it's like the shriek heard pushing around his, the world pushing his wife <laughs> off of him <laughs> everywhere around the world in that in that moment men everywhere just were like and they felt yeah. sad they didn't know why he was sober for the next two years <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's uh, crazy. Okay, yeah, so sorry. when when actually when Heaven Hill had their big fire, um, a lot all the big distilleries in the area actually basically gave them barrels um, and contract uh, distilled for them until they got there. So they actually used their strain of yeast and their their mash bill, which is basically what their the grains that they use and all that. So all these other distilleries in the area actually distilled for Heaven Hill until. Heaven Hill could actually get back up and running. So, so that was, at least, that was at least two years out, right? Yeah, least, could, yeah. I mean, 
they had some other barrels because now, and it's funny because now what they do is they'll age for in one of their rickhouses for a little bit, and then they'll send some of those barrels to other facilities' rickhouses. So when you go into the rickhouses, you don't necessarily see just that company's product oh, okay. because they all now kind of collaborate. So if there were something like this to happen again nobody would ever run out of bourbon. So that's, that's the other thing. That's the other question for me. It's like, okay, so you've got people complaining. Uh, you said um, that you went to the Michigan Brewers Guild yep. thing. And so, I mean, you'll, I think, Hopcat, which is in Midtown yep. Detroit, Ann Arbor, Grand you know, Rapids, Grand Rapids places yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And they just posted on their Facebook not too long ago uh, about a, another huge merger between these beverage companies yep. that are Bud- really uh, Budweiser and Miller. Yeah, and so yeah. they're gonna basically wow. take up take yeah. up more space. Uh, I mean, the big deal is they'll take up more space in your local grocer, which will mean that your your microbrewed beers will have less shelf space. You won't know about them; they lose market share, yep. so on and so forth. So, is there that one? Do those companies own these bourbon companies, or is there something like that within the bourbon uh, companies if they're not you, owned you by larger? Find out uh, what's what's. I feel like I'm in interview because, mode right now. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, what's interesting is that so because you can only use the barrel once, you then they break them down and they ship them all over the place, and you can find out who owns who in terms of big distilling companies. Uh, by where those barrels go. So, like, wild turkey barrels actually go over to age Jameson whiskey because that company owns both wild turkey and Jameson. But you said they could only use it once, so now I'm not Well, only for bourbon. They can only for use bourbon. it once for bourbon. Oh, that okay, barrel right. will, will be around for, like, something like 75 years. Okay, because, yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. you did say, hey, you know what, you can get a longer life out of these barrels for such and such. Okay, yep, all yep. right, gotcha. Yeah, so, like... That'll go over to Jameson. Jameson will use it for a little while. Then it'll come back and maybe age rum in it. And then maybe it'll age tequila. And then, uh, you know, for part of its life, it might age uh, Tabasco sauce. So, I mean, they're really? around for... I didn't yeah. even know you had to age Tabasco sauce. Yeah, yeah for Learning for new stuff. You got, you got to ferment a couple of years. I just always put it on pizza and I'm yeah. good. I'm good <laughs> yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that, that barrel can be around for a long time. But these companies are owned by larger you know conglomerates of, okay. of of companies so like you know um uh, where was it that we went uh, that stitzweller company i think owns uh crown royal like okay. that company mm-hmm. owns crown royal and and bullet so i mean that's why probably steph likes both i do i'm a big <laughs> i'm a big crown fan yeah, interesting so there's gonna fan. be similarities between two okay gotcha. yeah there's there's <laughs> some similarities but uh i mean yeah so you know uh, a bullet bur- bourbon barrel might end up going to Canada to age Crown Royal. You know, it just ends up wherever the company is like, company like uh, this it. is okay. this is where we need these barrels at. Um, okay. Yeah, We're so talking about now empty barrel. They've yes, they've the emptied empty it the what it was in yep. it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, right. so, I always wonder where 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 are these barrels made? Barrel makers are probably uh, never going to go out of business. Uh, That's the other no, thing. Toilet paper companies and barrel things. companies never going to go yeah, out of business. There's two companies. <laughs> uh, one's in Kentucky. Um, and one's in, I want to say Missouri, and they're and they're both. It's the same town name in both states that make these. That's, oh, interesting. Um, but the biggest one that they use is Independent Stave Company is okay. the one that makes the most amount of barrels okay. for. I did see an episode yeah. of How It's Made, which I hate that show because <laughs> you are you're always like, hey, it's like. In this episode, how toothpicks are made. And you're like, I don't fucking care how toothpicks are made. <laughs> and then 30 minutes later, you're like, oh my God, that's how toothpicks are made. <laughs> and then like seven hours later, you're like, oh my God, I know how Skittles, kayaks, bourbon barrels, everything's made. I know how it's all made. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, no, no, that's, I mean, 
Good they, uh, I'm sure that they <laughs> went to probably Independence Day Company and did that episode. Of <laughs> right. right. Uh, one thing I did find out while I was there is uh, if their barrels are leaky, uh, they take it to they either send it back to the independent independent barrel company and they'll disassemble the barrel and put it back together. Or Bullet, they actually have a, a guy that makes barrels on. Uh, it's a, I think they're called Coopers. Uh, he'll actually tear the barrel apart there, take and put cattail stalks in between the the barrel. Cattails? Slit. Yeah. Oh, the, this thing smells so bad. But they <laughs> add no flavor whatsoever to the the bourbon, so they use that to actually uh, interesting to actually plug up holes on the barrel. So yeah. it's like an adhesive in a way. Uh, kind of. I mean, it's more like you're taking rope and packing it into into the cracks. Okay. Is basically what hmm. it is, and okay. that's that's how Bullet does makes their barrels less leaky. <laughs> okay. Like we don't want caulking, any of that goodness. Caulking your barrels. <laughs> caulking use your whatever barrels, you need to use. And like it's a dirty funny. dish rag. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff it in there. <laughs> Save the alcohol. It, it's funny yeah. because <laughs> our tour guide was like, yeah, we went, we go to all these tastings and, uh, she, uh, you know, when we go to these tastings, we're always kind of like making fun of the other companies, being like, "Ooh, this tastes, this tastes like a lot of cattail." <laughs> 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 but she's like, it, it does nothing to the flavor. So you know, we're just being silly at that point, right? But, um, so uh, bourbon, uh, originally from the Bourbon County of Kentucky. Some people that say that's how it got its name. Some people say it actually got its name from uh, Bourbon Street in. Uh, Louisiana. Louis, yeah. And uh, because basically they would make the bourbon whiskey and they would ship it down the river to Louisiana because people wanted something that was cheaper than cognac. So in that process of transferring, uh, that's how the bear, you know, it kind of happened that this, this barrel of what should have been white lightning got aged and became <laughs> brown and people started liking it they were like oh you know this is at first they were like oh this is bad whiskey it's it's brown and then come to find out no it's it's actually super delicious it's, yeah <laughs> this is actually really good whiskey yeah um <laughs> so th- th- you know there's a and there's a lot of posturing as to who the first person to do bourbon is uh elijah craig uh there's a, a bourbon named elijah mm-hmm. craig uh he was a uh he was a minister uh, that was making whiskey, and he was pretty <laughs> he blessed. Every yeah. barrel, you he know? was he was pretty uh, pretty <laughs> frugal. Um, he didn't want to spend a whole lot of money. Uh, so the story goes, the whole reason that uh, he charred the inside of the barrels is he was using old uh, barrels from a fishing company that had packed salted fish in there, and he didn't want his whiskey tasting like fish. So he burnt out the su- insides. After trying to scrape out the the char in a few barrels, he obviously got frustrated. He gave up. He's like, you know what? The char stays. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how it it came to be. Um, Some people just say, you know, it was more, there was a barn fire somewhere and the barrels got burnt on the inside and that's how it happened. Only on the inside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was some kind of weird fire that just burnt the insides of shit. That's it. That's before we set this fire. (laughs) Hey hey other fire over there. We're having a meeting. (laughs) We're only gonna char the insides. Yeah. We're gonna char the insides. Um so my question for you is what year I mean did this start? When was this when did is there there's there's not record of that or is it kind of just like a loose time period? 
they gave us an a they gave us a year of when so it was it would have happened right after the uh, our fight for independence. Um, Washington wanted to. What was start. that war called? <laughs> pop quiz, pop history quiz. I'm not even going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> the war for independence. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so they so after that after the war, uh, George Washington wanted a way to raise money to pay back all this debt. And which president was George Washington? <laughs> The first president. Okay, all right, all right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you win. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, another shot for that man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted to start raising money, and he's like, well, you know, all these people are making whiskey. We'll just tax the whiskey. And apparently a lot of people from, you know, from that are of Irish descent and Scottish descent, they were like, hey, we were just in a war to, to get away from that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not Remember that tea that. party we had? <laughs> that terrorist act? So what they did, what they ended up doing is uh, the government was like, all right, look, if you don't want to pay these taxes, we've got all this land out west that we need settled. We're going to grant your family this piece of property. Tax-free. You go out there. You live go out get there. Drunk. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> you um, mean, drink, uh, you might die on your way and arrive with a whole new set of people <laughs> than you left with. Uh, you, you might, might die of dysentery. Serious <laughs> dysentery. Yeah, that's where I was going. I just think about you it. You died like, of oh, dysentery. Right? <laughs> so, so Here's funny, these... Does anybody from our generation know what dysentery actually is Probably and what it not. does? I looked it up once. Yeah. It's a horrible way it, to die. It's, it's anyway. literally like... I mean, it's the worst case of diarrhea. Yeah, you can't... Just everything is just going out. It's like the... The leading cause of death on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, like you literally game. die <laughs> in your own crap. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, exactly. Right. Uh, so, so all these, uh, you know, Irish and Scottish uh, ancestry went out to basically what was West Virginia at the time um, in Bourbon County and uh, started setting up their stills and making white li- what we would know as white lightning, which was just whiskey at that point in time. Nobody really made anything else and. Uh, you know, happy accident later with putting it into a barrel to, to ship it. Oh, this is brown. I don't understand. And they drink it. I'm still going to drink yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's a whole barrel. We're not wasting this shit. Yeah. Just um, get, <laughs> tastes a little burnt, but I'm okay. And now yeah. it became a thing, right? Yeah. I'm getting drunk. It don't matter. Yeah. So uh, that's, I mean, that's exa- basically how everything went down. I mean, it, the the bourbon actually is more of a happy accident than anything. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like just like this wonderful freak accident. Yeah. And I'm... Which I'm then very lead, pleased it happened. Know, yeah, then it led to <laughs> aging of, of whiskey and aging of rums and all that. So uh, your dark dark tequilas are aged tequilas. So it uh, Which can only be made in tequila, Mexico, by the way. Tequila can only be called tequila if it's made in tequila, Mexico, to this day. Mm. So I think there's mm. something to that. And then there's something with certain wines... Have certain names that have oh, to be yeah, made yeah. Um, in champagne. Uh, champagne. Champagne has to be made in Champagne, France. Yeah, it has to be from France. Yeah, it has to be made in Champagne, France, not just uh, not just France. They, people in California that are making it and they're you know calling it Champagne, and there's like this big issue because it's not real Champagne. Right, Chem- chemically it's Champagne. Right. But it ain't made in Champagne. So yeah, it's like saying they're you're like, from Detroit, uh-uh. but you're really from uh, from Sterling Heights. <laughs> <laughs> That's it this week, folks. Tune in next week for the exciting conclusion of the history of bourbon.